Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior professional and coach from Colorado, USA, Arlene Cohen-Miller. Arlene, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Arlene is the Chief Executive Officer of Jewel Consultancy. Um, she is a coach, a mentor, and, medi- and a mediator, and she specializes in soul readings. So, uh, Arlene, before we get into coaching, what is uh, behind the name Jewel Consultancy? I don't know. It just came to me. It's like um, there wasn't, it's like, um, I love jewels and I love like diamonds. And I think like people are like diamonds and every, they have multiple facets. Okay. And so we're all like beautiful diamonds. I don't know. It just came to me. There's no, <laughs> there's no family name there. Just uh, an inspiration. And Wonderful. No, but that's a fantastic explanation. I mean, you know, people are like diamonds and there are so many different facets. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so tell me what made you select coaching as a career? Well, as you might know, I didn't select coaching initially. Um, Initially, when I was about 15, I decided to be an attorney. Mm -hmm. And I was an attorney for many, many years. I became an attorney in the 80s. And um, a friend of mine became a coach. Mm -hmm. And she was dissatisfied with the coaching industry and created her own school and encouraged Mm -hmm. me to come and um, train with coaching with her. And after a couple of years, I decided to do so. Best thing I ever did. And uh, I just felt like it would really help to augment and expand my ability to practice law because I did a lot of negotiating, mm-hmm. you know, in my law practice. Yep. And I just felt that, gosh, if I could be a better negotiator mm-hmm. and I'm coaching really did help that, uh, then, you know, God, it would be well, well worth my time. And it, it has been. Mm. And uh, the fact that you were a lawyer and the fact that you're saying that you were able to negotiate better. How does that help your coaches? Well, uh, to be a lawyer and to be able to help better, how does it help the people that I coach? Well, when, uh, how do I explain this? Well, I guess I bring the, all my, all the skills I, like you do. You, you told mm. me you've had multiple jobs and multiple careers, and now you're bringing it to the brand called you. Well, I think that all of our experiences that we have, all of our education, they all sort of build with each other. And we bring the, all those things to the people that we help and that we serve. Okay. So um, the, the law practice helps the people because I know so much about negotiating and about working with people and communicating because that's what I did as a, as an attorney. Mm-hmm. And, and all those things help the people that I coach, you know, because mm-hmm. with coaching, basically what you're doing is you are, you just know that people have the answers within themselves. And so you're asking them powerful questions and you're helping them to move forward with their lives. So they just sort of all kind of weave together, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And uh, what are some of the tools you share with your coaches or clients to help them boost their confidence and self-esteem? Well, there are many things I, you know, um, in addition, recently, and um, I really had a really awesome opportunity recently. I have been, I can talk here. I became a facilitator for a startup company called Ingomu, I N G O M U, in mm-hmm. Colorado. And I am facilitating weekly, oh, two times a month, um, 
sessions about boosting your confidence and self-esteem. And I've brought that even more to my clients. And what I have found is that with my individual clients and working in this coaching community, that a lot of people, they, they want to boost their confidence and self-esteem. They've taken some weekend workshops, they've read some self-help works, and it's not getting them anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's because it really feels to me that you have to go beneath just the surface of tools and techniques. You have to work with people with like breath work, because if you work with breath work, what Mm -hmm. that does is it trains yourself to physiologically let go of stress Mm -hmm. because when you're stressed out, you breathe shallow Mm -hmm. and that tells your body that a bear is chasing you and you need to go into fight or flight response. So the first thing that I want to do with my clients and with people that I facilitate is work from the inside out to train Mm -hmm. them how to calm down their nervous system Mm -hmm. so that they, we can start working with the tools. Mm -hmm. And the second way that I do that is with um, simple relaxation techniques, just to calm your whole physical body. And so once you're in that state, Mm -hmm. you're more, you're more grounded and centered. You're not all scattered all over the place. And then you can't, how can you have confidence and self-esteem if you're scattered Mm -hmm. and you're anxious? Mm -hmm. And then we, and then we can work with the tools. And for example, we might work with starting with just acknowledging Mm -hmm. your successes and your accomplishments Mm -hmm. or acknowledging how you feel about things because you haven't even acknowledged how you feel when you're stressed out. Um, And then we work with other things like um, creative visualization to really visualize Mm -hmm. and see what we're choosing to bring into the world, what we, Mm -hmm. what we're choosing to create. Right. And Oh God, there's just so many different tools. And, and what's another one that I use? Um, there's just so many. So I guess one of the other ones besides acknowledging is we just work with tools to bring more self-acceptance in. Mm-hmm. Because well, if we if we really accept ourselves as we are, mm-hmm. then it's easier to have that confidence and self-esteem. Okay. So those are some of the simple, I mean, there's so many, there's so many tools for that, but I just wanted to give you that we it's always important to start from the inside get yourself calm and then you can work with the outside thing of, yeah, I want to have more mm. confidence and self-esteem. Fantastic. So I also understand that you are a mentor and I there am. is a long-standing debate in the coaching community that coach, some people say coaching and mentoring are completely different. And some people say there's a very fine line that separates coaching and mentoring. I'd love to get your uh, perspective on what is the difference well, there, I would say that if you had a family, they're brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So um, with mentoring, mm-hmm. what I'm doing is I am bringing my expertise, the wisdom yep. that I built up over years mm-hmm. to people who are interested in what I have to share. So I'm, yep. I have a level of expertise and my expertise is in the level of like personal development. I mm-hmm. sort of call it personal spiritual alchemy. Mm-hmm. And so I am helping people who want to stand on my shoulders and work mm-hmm. and, and learn from my journey so that mm-hmm. they can boost their confidence and self-esteem so they can step forward with uh, let go of all that stress and anxiety and have more courage and joy and really step forward into the life that they want. But mm-hmm. what I'm doing is I'm sharing the wisdom of my years of experience with them. Mm-hmm. So another example might be let's, that you haven't thought of is let's say that um, I love to take apart and rebuild motorcycles. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about that, but if I wanted to learn that I would go to a mentor 
and, you know, I bring my motorcycle and the mentor could help me learn that. Or if mm. um, I was, I wanted to learn about, um, I don't know, insurance. I don't know anything about insurance. I buy insurance. I would go to someone who had an expert who was expert in that. Yeah. And I would have them mentor me to train me. Okay. And with coaching, mm-hmm. the, the mindset is that the, the client is the expert. Mm. So I could coach someone who is an aerodynamics engineer. I know nothing about it mm. because there's a commonality in the human experience. We're, right. we're asking the person powerful questions. We're reflecting back what they say. Mm. We're sharing our intuition and knowing with them, but we're always handing it back to the client mm. so that they, they're the ones that lead the conversation. And I can do that as a coach because... Um, there's a commonality in human experience. We all mm. have interpersonal relationships that could use our help. We all have um, professional goals and aspirations that could use our help. There's that commonality that we all have as human beings that I can get you and you could get me, even though I don't know anything about the businesses that you used to be in before you did the brand called you. Mm. And so I think, I hope that I explained that well enough, but that's sort Absolutely. of the difference between I think it's great, coaching great and mentoring. Yes, yes. It's Thank a great you. explanation. Well, and, thank you. You know, you also say that you love mentoring, but what kind of mentoring clients do you work with and what are some of their aspirations and goals? Well, I think, you know, with mentoring, I just love it. I do. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Um, I find that I attract people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. but the people that come for, to me for mentoring, they're just like they've been sort of going around in circles on a hamster wheel. And there's certain things in their life that they're stuck with when it comes to their personal development right. and moving forward with their life. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know how to do it. And so they come to me and because I have that expertise mm-hmm. and I guess the commonality that I have with all of them is that they have they have aspirations and goals or maybe certain relationships that are going around that mm-hmm. they're not satisfied with or they're, they really want to create something. They don't know how to do it right. and or they want to step forward in their life in some way. I mean, I had a woman recently who um, wanted to step forward and go into art therapy. Mm-hmm. But she was having all these like blockages where she would mm. have all this fear and anxiety before she could step into it. Mm. And since that's my area of expertise, you know, that kind of person would come to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoy working with them. It's um, it's really gratifying and satisfying to um, sh- work with someone where you have shared passions. You're, you're both interested in that personal mm-hmm. development and growth mm-hmm. and you can sort of walk alongside them. And it's kind of this really lovely give and take experience. Fascinating. You've also recently decided to undergo training as a, as a mediation facilitator. Meditation facilitator. Meditation. Okay. My apologies. Meditation. That's all right. I did mediation as an attorney, but this is meditation <laughs> now. That was at the back of my mind. I said, <laughs> I also, I yeah, that's all right. My no worries. No but worries. As a meditation um, facilitator, tell me the kind of work you're doing and what may have motivated you to take this decision. Well, for years, I do have a friend of mine in Perth, Australia. I have uh, many friends there and she owns a yoga meditation studio called Refresh Yoga. Mm -hmm. And 
basically ethics is one of my passions as an attorney. And I was going in and helping and facilitating the part of her course and then in her meditation facilitator course right. about ethics, because of course, if you're helping people to meditate, you need to have very high ethics because they're open and they're allowing and they're surrendering and okay. they're in a vulnerable place. You have to have very high ethics. Mm. And I just saw the benefit for so many of my friends who had gone through her course mm. and how they changed and how they were using it with their clients. And I thought, you know what? This is a weak area of mind. I mm -hmm. really don't know how to fully help my clients to relax and meditate the way a trained meditation facilitator would. Mm -hmm. And I just decided a few years ago to take the jump and I just love it. Mm -hmm. And my clients do as well. Amazing. And therefore, my logical next question to you is, what is the relationship you see between meditation, coaching and mentoring? Well, as mentioned um, a few minutes ago, I see them as brothers and sisters. I see them as like, it's a beautiful diamond and they're all different facets of each other because mm -hmm. we're in all of these situations and all of these um, modalities, we're helping people to move forward in their life. We're helping people to let go of stress and anxiety. We're helping people to reach their goals. It's just different ways of doing it mm -hmm. for whatever works for the, that individual person in the moment. So mm -hmm. they're, they're like one big happy family. Amazing. Amazing. So now, Ari, let me move to another segment. And again, when I was reading about you, you are an expert in soul readings. I've never yes. heard the term soul readings before, but I understand that, it's a, that, that that's, that's a part of what you offer to clients. So yes, for my is. viewers and listeners, tell me what is soul readings and how does it benefit your clients? Well, soul readings, I, I feel soul readings are spiritual mentoring. Okay. So um, what I do is I help people to with soul readings to uh, see the opportunities that are available available to them, mm -hmm. um, the, the, obstacle, the obstacles and challenges that they need to move around, mm -hmm. like what the highest, clearest, brightest future is for them, if they sort of follow what I'm, the promptings, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, asking, answering any questions of where to from here. I do mm -hmm. use tarot oracle cards, mm -hmm. which for some people feel a little bit woo-woo, but for me, I use them to mentor people. Mm -hmm. And um, I just find that basically I just let them shuffle the deck. They pick some cards. So it's their intuition that picks them. I pick some cards. And mm -hmm. so there's like a buy-in there. And it's just a way to help people with a visual because people, okay. adults are very visual. So mm -hmm. there's a visual picture of different things. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, um, there's a card, a card called um, obstacles. Mm -hmm. And when they pick this card, basically it's like, it looks like this deep, dark pit and there's lights around it. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when they pick this, they have obstacles to move through. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the message often is, is that if you follow your heart, mm -hmm. you can move around the obstacles. And if you think too much in your head, you're going to go around in circles. You're going to go into fear and doubt and disbelief. So let's just make more decisions from your heart. Mm -hmm. So the cards really help to mentor people in a way that they have that visual there. Mm -hmm. And there's more buy-in because they are helping to pick the cards. And did you uh, go through some formal training for uh, understanding and uh, interpret and on how to un interpret all these cards? Yes, um, I had a friend of mine who was doing, I have a lot of friends who do very, very interesting things. And, right. and um, she just got this inspiration that she was supposed to train me. And I was visiting in Perth for an extended period of time before COVID. And I went, 
Sure. I'd love to learn that. And mm-hmm. so she trained me and you do have to use your intuition and you do have to be in your heart and, and be open to other people and heart connect with them. Um, but there is a little bit of a science to it. Okay. Yeah. So I was trained. Wonderful. And is this something like the tarot card reading or uh, is it something completely different? Um, it is, it is a, a tarot oracle card reading, but the way that I do it, it's really not the way most people view tarot. I sort of do it with my own slant because I believe that it's important to empower people hmm. and um, to find a way to help them move forward um, in a way that's more of a mentoring bent. Fascinating. So Ali, my next question is now going to be, uh, you know, your extended family of the jewels. Uh, you know, you already told me that meditation, coaching and mentoring is part of a family. So now comes the fourth member of your family, which is uh, soul readings. And my question to you is, how are soul readings connected with coaching, mentoring, and, medit- and, and meditation? I bet you can already guess that they're a part of my diamond and jewel. They're another facet of it. Because really, when you think about it, the way it's been explained and the way I feel about it, there's mm-hmm. just so many different ways to assist people to move forward in their lives, to reach mm-hmm. their goals and their aspirations, and to let go of what doesn't serve them. And mm-hmm. you know, everyone has different things at different times that are going to help them. You know, maybe maybe one moment it's coaching, and then it just doesn't quite work anymore, and they need mentoring, or maybe they need that visual with soul readings, or maybe they need to relax more with meditation. Mm-hmm. So I really feel it's like a diamond with the facets, all of them together, and that's it's like a big happy family, and we just mm-hmm. need to decide who we're going to talk to and work within the family on any given day. How wonderful. And uh, say I come to you as a client, how do you determine or what makes you determine which of the four members of your happy family should be used uh, with me? Usually I don't, I don't determine for other people. Most people come to me and say, I love a soul reading, or they're saying, I really like to work with you with coaching. Most people come and they have an idea. And once they've worked with me with one modality, maybe if we get a little stuck, I might suggest another modality, Mm -hmm. but most people have an idea of what they are looking for when they come to me, which I find is really great. No one's ever come to me and said, I have no idea, which is really interesting. <laughs> no, I thought I would come to you and say that, hey, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having, I'm facing this problem at work. Um, how can you help me? And, you know, you could either be a coach to me, you could be a mentor to me, you could help me because I'm stressed through meditation, or you could help me with the finding my own direction through your soul reading. So... Yeah. And, and, you know, we can have, I can have a consultation with a client and have a discussion about all the different modalities and Mm -hmm. and what would work for them if they're not, Mm -hmm. if they're not sure, of course we can do that. I just find that most people are, they just seem to say, this is what I want. And we just take off from there. Absolutely. Fantastic. So uh, I've got time for one more question. And this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Based on the incredible experience you've had across so many different uh, areas and the fact that you, you know, started off as a lawyer, what would you say are three lessons uh, you would want our viewers and listeners to take away? I guess the first lesson is that mistakes are opportunities to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, let's not beat ourselves up for our mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. It's a part of life. And when we, when we make mistakes and we, and we make it an opportunity to learn and grow, we can really learn from them Mm -hmm. and use it as a stepping stone of where to from here. Mm -hmm. And I guess a, a parallel to that is that, um, any disaster can be turned into a blessing. I love this. Right. I think it's a quote from Winston Churchill. Yeah. Um, any 
disaster can be turned into a blessing. Any blessing can be turned into a disaster and there's always a better way. Okay. So um, we can always turn the lemons in our life into lemonades, even if something really horrible has happened to us. You know, mm. you hear about parents who have lost a child and, and all of a sudden they have an organization, you know, to help people, you know, where they've lost a child to cancer. There, there's some sort of support organization and they turn that disaster into a blessing. And that's a very serious thing. But, you know, we can do that at any time in our lives. And even if we've made a, a really positive step forward, we're always learning and growing. Mm. And so that's why there's always a better way. It's not where there's not always a right or wrong. There's always a way to step forward and move into something new. Mm. And um, I guess my last people piece of advice is that the world is our oyster, you mm -hmm. know, it's never too old to start something new. It's never too old to, to learn something new. If you yeah. have something you've always wanted to do or explore mm -hmm. or try something, maybe you've always wanted to play the piano or learn how to play the drums or learn how to do pottery, whatever it is, give it a go. You know, just don't hang around because, oh, I'm too old or I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, just give it a, you know, give it a go. Fantastic. Arlene, on that note and your three amazing pieces of advice, you know, mistakes are opportunities, disaster can be turned into a blessing and you're never too old to start anything that is on your bucket list. If I can uh, add the two words to what you've said. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about Jewel Consultancy and, and thank you for, you know, really saying that, uh, you know, I, all your coaches or every human being has got so many different facets to your, to our lives as, uh, as, you know, multiple faces of, of a diamond. Thank you for talking to me about coaching and mentoring, about soul readings, and about your amazing journey. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being here. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.